Jeremiah, the second chapter, the fourth verse, the word of God reads like this. Hear ye the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, What iniquity have your fathers found in me, that they are gone far from me, and have walked after vanity, and are become vain? Neither said they, Where is the Lord that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, that led us through the wilderness, through a land of desert and of pits, through a land of drought and of the shadow of death, through a land that no man passed through and where no man dwelt? And I brought you into a plentiful country to eat the fruit thereof and the goodness thereof. But when ye entered, ye defiled my land. And made my heritage an abomination. The priest said not, Where is the Lord? And they that handled the law knew me not. The pastors also transgressed against me, and the prophets prophesied by Baal, and walked after things that do not profit. But I love this. Jeremiah, uh, second chapter, ninth verse. Wherefore, I will yet what? Plead. I will yet plead with you, saith the Lord. And with your children's children will I plead. You may be seated. You know, when we see people that have gone through a lot, that are going through a lot, and I'm, drugs, I mean, drugs is a plague. I know that it is a plague today. The country that we live in, that plentiful country. I mean, we're one of the blessed countries on the planet. Even today, we are still one of the blessed countries on the planet. The freedom that we have here, the freedom to choose, you know, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, our constitutional rights. We are one of the blessed countries on the planet today. But we are plagued. We are plagued by so many things, and I think drugs is a huge huge plague in our country. And when I think about people that I've seen battle on just year after year after year after year and they go to rehab, they're in and out, in and out, in and out of rehab. And that's why I was so happy to get a call from my niece because I worry about her. We don't know where she is, do we, Diane? We, we really don't know where she stays or anything. And I, I worry about her at times. And, but I do know that we serve a God that is very, very merciful. And he's very, very loving. And I pray I never have a heart to where I just get so sick of it and I just get so tired of it that I just want to throw them away. I pray to God I never have a heart to where when I do see a phone call like that that I don't go, oh, goodness, I don't want to hear that again. Because I'm going to tell you, it's easy to do that. It's easy to do that. But our God is not that way. Here are the children of Israel, Jeremiah, you know, the weeping prophet, all of his messages, it seems like God gave him to deliver they were, I mean, they were like, look, you're going to suffer for what you've done. And so here the children of Israel, again, they were rebellious. And God was telling Jeremiah, you remind them everything that I've done for them. Everything that I did for their fathers in the past. How I brought them out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of bondage. How I, I fed them in the desert. They roamed for 40 years. And the bottom of their shoes never wore out. Never. That's what kind of God we serve. But when you think about the God of all creation and him saying, but I'm still going to plead with you. 
I'm still going to plead with you because I love you that much. The worst of the worst, guys, he loves them that much. And I know, believe me, drugs is not the worst. There are people that are on drugs that have good hearts. They don't want to do drugs. I'm telling you, it just has a hold on them. They don't want to be that way. They don't want to steal from their family. They don't want to lie to their family. They don't want to be that way, but they are bound. They are in bondage, just like the children. No different. Not a bit of difference than the children of Israel being in bondage, enslaved in Egypt for 400 years than it is for a drug addict that is in bondage. That drug, that's all they think about. They don't know what to do. The children of Israel did not know what to do. They did not know how to get out of that. God had to send somebody to get them out. He's pleading with people today, sis. He's pleading. He, he will constantly plead with the heart. I'm going to tell you something. I've seen people turn over and get saved. That I mean, people were like, oh my goodness, they'll never amount to anything. I've seen God touch people's heart and I mean, open their eyes instantly. He can do that because he loves us. Yes, he was sending Jeremiah to remind them of where he had brought them from. He wasn't dangling anything over their head. We talked about that a week or two ago. He doesn't do that. But I love that scripture, verse 9, where he says, I will plead. Even though you're, you're worshiping false gods and you know not to do that. I'm still going to plead with you. Even though you're not acknowledging me, the priests were not even offering up sacrifice to him anymore. He said, I'm not even going to only plead with you, but I'm going to plead with your children's children too. Because that's how much he loves us. And I don't want to ever get to the place to where I don't want to deal with anybody anymore. Because I'm going to tell you, I've been there. I've been there. And I just didn't want to do it. And it's like God said, get out of the way, girl, and watch me move. You know, it's hard for me. That was hard for me to get out of God's way and watch me move. He is a loving God and a merciful God. We can't explain him. There's a song called Indescribable, and that's exactly who he is. He is a God of judgment and he is a God of wrath and I don't want, I don't want any part of either one of them. I love the, the, the loving God that I have experienced with my own life and with people that I love. I've seen them experience that too. But church, as I said this morning, people, they're, they're looking. They really are. Um, listen, people, and I'm going to go back to drugs, people that are bound by drugs, they don't get up every morning going, yippee, I get some more drugs. They don't do that. I believe they probably shed more tears than we know. Amen. I know somebody told my pastor one day, they said, and of course they were crying because they do cry a lot. Mm -hmm. And But they said, you know, I, I get tired of waking up thinking about it, going through my day thinking about it, laying down trying to sleep at night thinking about it. It's, it totally consumes them. But God is a God of love. I had a nephew one time who he had been in and out. Uh, praise God, he's serving the Lord today. I'm so very thankful. He's been, God is just blessing him, just blessing him. And um, 
he was in and out of um, prison and in and out of rehabs, and he was in this state, another state, and this state, another state. And uh, his mother, my sister, had gone to pick him up, I think, at a bus station or something, and uh, they came out to the school. And I said, yes, come. You know, I have, my phone happened to be right there beside me, and I answered it, and I said, yes, come. And I just, you know, knocked on the door and said, watch my class for a minute, and I went outside. And the way he looked at me, it was almost like he was so ashamed of what he'd done. And it's almost like he didn't know if I was going to hug him or hit him. You know what I mean? It's like he didn't know what to expect. And I just reached out and I gave him the biggest hug and just told him I loved him. And of course he looked real good at the time. You know, he just got out of some rehab or something. But that's what God, that's how God is with us. I'm telling you, I was cranky today. I was cranky today. And I just, I mean, I am so thankful God didn't just wad me up and throw me away. I'm so thankful he pleads. I would listen. I'm just saying things that a lot of wives will say, okay? <laughs> I did. And for a minute, Diane, I kid you not, I thought, my goodness, I, I, I don't be like Alice. Right. No, I'm kidding. Our older sister's getting better. But I was a little cranky today. I just wanted some, I just wanted to be by myself for a moment. And to be honest, I just wanted to sleep for a little bit. I did. But, you know, God doesn't do us that way. He, forg he forgave me. I did. I sat back there and said, Lord, forgive me. Please forgive me and help me. I don't want to be that way. And he did. He forgave me of that. He will constantly love us, guys. And he will do for us, not only us, but our children yes. and our children's children and their children. Mm -hmm. I'll say this before I shut up. Our family has been really blessed. I know to some people, I've had people say, gosh, I've had so much loss, and gosh, I've had so much cancer. But you know, really, our family's been very blessed, haven't we? We really, really have been a very blessed family. And I always think about my mother telling me about her mother, whom none of us ever knew because she died when mother was only 10. But mother would tell me about, you know, the Christian lady that she was and, you know, all this stuff. And I just look at our family today and I see my nieces and nephews who are living for the Lord. And I just see things and I think, you know what, we're blessed because of our ancestors. That's right. Because of our mom and our grandma and people that were even before them. And do you know, guys, if the Lord tarries, that's what we're doing too. That's right. That's what we're doing for our children and our children's children. Yep. You know, we may not think you're talking about Shelby, we may not think that they remember, but they do. Oh, yes, you and I'm going to tell you something. On our knees in prayer is the best thing that we can do for them. I very rarely say anything to my daughter about going to church. I mean, I just hardly don't ever say anything to her about it because I know in her heart she knows. Yep. She, I have said, I hope you find a church, you know, a good Bible-based church to go to. I don't care what denomination it is. They're preaching the truth. That's all that matters. Amen. And But other than that, I don't hound her and say, you need to get in church and you need to do this. No, because you can push them away. Does it mean she's not talking to God? That's right. And, yes. That's, and we, I know she prays. I know Noah. I told her the other day, I said, oh, because she told me something, how he answered one of his questions, because he's extremely smart. Straight A's and everything, just very smart. And he answered one of his questions, and it was about praying. That was on one of his test questions. And I said, Samantha, there's no doubt in my mind that kid has a fear of God in his heart. Because when he's with Omi, he told me the other night, he said, Omi, he sat all night with me, and he was on one couch and I was on the other. 
And I woke up early the next morning. I was cooking boy eggs and bacon and toast. And I know Big John said, well, I wish I was little John or not was sometimes. But I was up just cooking for them. And uh, uh, just out of the blue, Noah looked at me. He said, only. I said, what, Noah? He said, I said last night about five times, only, only, only. And he said, you were asleep. He said, you didn't say prayer with me. <laughs> you didn't say prayer. I fell asleep on the couch. But I do, and, and she's right. That doesn't mean they're not talking to the Lord and praying and seeking God. And we don't know that. We don't know that. So we just pull back a little bit and just cry out to God. And I guarantee you, he's pleading with them. He's pleading with them, just like he does with us. Amen.